Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack. And in this episode, we're going to be diving into the hidden job market. I'm going to tell you what it is. We'll define it. I'm going to tell you why you should potentially care about it. And I'm going to tell you how you can tap into it. So the reason that we're bringing this up is because the hidden job market is something that's talked about a lot, right? You've probably seen this phrase used in a blog post or a news article, or somebody's talked about it on LinkedIn. And it's one of these things that makes you feel like you're missing out on something, right? All of the jobs are happening in the hidden job market, and the people who tap into it are winning the best jobs. And because you may not know exactly what this phrase means, you may feel like you're missing out, right? You may feel like you're on the outside while all these people leveraging the hidden job market are on the inside. And that's probably not the case in a general sense, but there's probably some more that you could be doing to take advantage of exactly what's happening or what's going on when people say the hidden job market. So let's start by defining this. What the heck is the hidden job market in the first place? Well, the hidden job market is really just this avenue of hiring that takes place via referral. That's the most simple way that I can put it. And the reason that it's quote hidden is because a lot of times what's going on at companies is that they're opening a role and they're announcing that role to their teams right off the bat, right? They're telling their teams, hey, we're going to hire for this open role. We got approval for the headcount. If you know anybody, pass them along. And then there's a lag time. There's a period of time between when that role is announced internally and when that role is posted online. And the reason there's a lag there is because there are things that need to be done, right? The hiring manager is excited. So that's why they shared it with their team verbally. But in order to make this role official, they need to confirm that there's the budget for the role and get everything approved. Then they need to go to HR or they need to write the job description themselves. They need to have everything set up. Then they need to syndicate the job job through, you know, LinkedIn jobs and Indeed and everywhere else that they're pushing it out to. And then they need to begin sourcing applications. And then they need to begin sifting through all of those applications, which you all are probably familiar with after listening to this podcast. There's a lot of steps in there, right? So by the time this job gets posted, and there are actually meaningful eyes on applications, it's usually been a couple days, if not a couple of weeks. So one example I want to give you here came from a friend of mine. So this person works at a fairly well-known company. And they found out that their team was hiring a new person in a team meeting. So every week they had a team meeting, their manager showed up to that meeting and said, you know, hey, everybody, we have an announcement. I finally got approval for the budget for this new headcount. So we're going to be hiring for this role. If you know of anybody, or if you want to apply for this role, send me an email or introduce me, you know, we'd love to start getting people in the door as quickly as possible. So this was around the end of October when this happened. And because of the size of this company, they had to go through all the processes that I just mentioned, right? This person had to actually go get confirmation that the budget was approved. And then they had to work with HR to build out the job description. And then they had to think through all of the keywords and the specific qualifications and everything that they were looking for so they could educate the recruiters on what to look for in applications. All of that took about a month 
And the reason for that is because there were a lot of teams, a lot of people involved in this process. So what was happening during that month? Well, all of the people that that hiring manager had invited to, you know, submit referrals or submit themselves, that's what they were doing, right? They were referring their friends or they were referring themselves into the role and interviewing had already started for this role. So some people out there, you know, whenever I talk about this story, they say, but, you know, it's illegal to not post a job. It's illegal to not consider outside candidates. And that's not what's happening here. What's happening is that the candidates that are typically viewed as the quote best, either because they're an internal hire or somebody internal is vouching for them. Those are the people getting in the door first. So not only do they have the advantage of being a known quantity, they also have a bit of first mover advantage here. And that makes it really, really tough for a cold online applicant to come in and wow the hiring team in the same way that those people would, right? Not only is this person coming in cold, so they don't have that plus one, and they also are typically only using a resume and that's how we're determining value, they also aren't coming in early, right? They're not fresh. And so that puts those candidates at a disadvantage, whether that is a subconscious disadvantage or a conscious disadvantage, right? Both on the hiring side and on the candidate side. So that is what's happening in so many roles out there. And the larger the company, the more bureaucracy there is, the longer that lag period typically is. So if we want to get in the door, especially at one of these larger, more highly sought after companies, we need to build relationships ahead of time. And that is what the hidden job market is all about. So to break this down into a step-by-step -step formula, essentially what we want to do is target companies that we're really, really, really excited about. And we shouldn't necessarily apply this formula to every single target company on our list because we absolutely do want to be targeting companies that have active roles open. Just because a role is open and it is posted online doesn't mean you have zero chance of getting in the door. Sometimes those referrals, those early movers, they just aren't a right fit for whatever reason. And the company continues to look and they still want to source referrals, right? They still want to source applicants from other, other areas. So by no means are you missing out or are you losing out or do you have no chance of getting a role if you're not the first person in the door, or if you're not in ahead before it's published online? but your chances are increased if you are that person. So what I'm saying is the best approach is to have a mix. You wanna pick a couple of companies that you're really, really excited about that you can proactively build relationships at even though they might not have roles open right now. And then what you want to do is have another bucket of companies that have immediate opportunities that you can chase. And that's going to give you the best chance of succeeding. So then for those companies that don't have an available role right now, but are, you know, your dream companies, what we want to do is get out there and start proactively building relationships with folks who we feel might be in a position to influence the eventual hiring decision for the role that gets opened. And the great part is we have a lot of runway to figure this out because there isn't a role that's immediately open. So what we can do is really feel around. We can reach out to a broad spectrum of people. We can ask them a lot of questions. We can really go deep. And even more importantly, we can focus on adding value to them rather than making asks for ourselves because we don't really have anything to ask for at the moment that's at the level of a referral, right? So instead, we might be making smaller asks like, what's the biggest challenge your team is facing? Or what are you most excited about over the next six months? Or what's something that most people don't know about this role or this team? Or is there anybody else who you think I should talk to, right? All of these are asks that we can make that aren't huge. And they also are likely to happen. And they're going to give us more information. So we can use that information to then essentially create a web and 
that web is going to reveal the bigger picture. I'm not sure if that analogy totally holds up, but essentially what we're going to be doing is getting a small piece of the puzzle from every person that we talk to. And eventually that puzzle, that big picture is going to become clear so that when that role opens up, you're probably going to know the right person to connect with. You're going to have a pre-existing relationship with them. And you're also potentially going to have a pre-existing relationship with a lot of other people on their team. And then finally, you're going to have a lot of great information about where they're going, what they care about, and why they're hiring, which means you can position yourself as the most valuable candidate, and you can do it from the get-go. So as soon as you hear that role is opening up, you can leverage your pre-existing connections that you've built over the past couple of weeks or months or whatever it is to be one of the first people in the door. And then you can take all the information that you've gleaned to position yourself as the most valuable candidate. And that is going to significantly boost your chances of landing an offer. So that's really what the hidden job market is all about. It's not this secret strategy that nobody's using or the masses haven't figured out yet. You've probably already been doing this or trying to do this in some capacity, right? You've probably been trying to network. You've probably been trying to have conversations. You've probably been trying to learn more about the role. Maybe you haven't been as successful about it, right? And that's where a lot of the other episodes on this podcast come into play about how we build relationships well, how we convey our value effectively, all of that good stuff. But I'm here to tell you that if you see the hidden job market mentioned in an article or a blog post or a podcast episode or whatever it is, I just want you to understand that basically what that means is getting referred into this company, getting in via word of mouth, and typically getting in ahead of when this job is first posted online. So I hope that brings some clarity, not only to the phrase itself, but to this entire approach to job searching. And it really is the one that we preach. It's the core component of the Cultivated Culture job search system. So if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have a leg up on the competition already. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening as always. And we'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.